Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. When you feel like giving up on your marriage, so, you know, there can come a point where you just feel like, man, you know, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. Maybe I should just file for a divorce or maybe I should just stop trying. You know, if, um, if she wants to have a divorce, that's fine. Right. Um, if you're involved in an affair, maybe this affair person's a better choice, you know, and it can just, sometimes you can just feel down. Right. Um, you know, we just had Christmas. So, you know, if things were hard at Christmas, right, that could be another thing that's kind of pointing you towards, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's not really worth it anymore. So today we're going to talk about, you know, kind of what to do with those thoughts and feelings and, um, a good approach that you can take. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some weekly wins. So I just signed up for, uh, for the course recently and just having really, really good results. So he said, you know, coming into the course, I was driving to be a better man. I feel like this course is really helping make that a reality. Most of all, the course is helping me consistently be better every day. So this is the thing a lot of guys complain about, right? Is they'll, they'll make some improvements for a while, but they just can't stick. Right. So we have the program designed to where you do stick with your changes, right? Where you make improvement each day. He, talk, he talks about how there have been some times this week where he felt lost and hopeless. And honestly, without this program, I feel like it would have been hard for me to pull myself out of that feeling. It seems like nearly every time I do start to feel lost, I go back to the course and there's an answer to my question. So cool. Uh, for the first time, I feel like I can manage my thoughts and emotions around my sexuality, right? A lot of guys that come into the program struggle with pornography. And so as part of it, we add in a course on pornography to help you overcome that um, really in a a much different way than maybe you've done it before, um, in a way that's just really effective. Um, so, and he says things with my wife are definitely improving. She hasn't asked for any more space. I offered to give her more space and she told me she didn't really need it. When your wife needs space, she needs space for a couple things. One is she needs space from the way you're behaving. That's negative. That's number one. Right. Uh, but she also needs some space to just kind of clear her own thoughts and like be by herself. And, you know, so, when you start having such negative behavior, she needs less space, right? That's what happens. Uh, guys are being there emotionally for their wife, right? So, you know, their wife's saying some things that maybe would have upset them in the past, right? But then instead of like getting upset back, they just kind of listen. They're able to be there for her. And then she calms down and she feels really connected to you because of it. Okay. Uh, great family moments over Christmas with wife and kids and just like enjoying that time. Guys are getting there, right? Having those great family memories. It's super cool to see. Um, so calling attention to your wife's behaviors in a useful way. So sometimes your wife will do things that need to be addressed, right? She's not perfect. And actually, if you are able to point out some things that she can improve in a way that's strong and loving both, it's actually a really good thing to do. And it feels good to you. And it just represents yourself and her. And so finding that balance is, is really great and creates, you know, a better, stronger relationship. Um, so seeing through wife's frustration to support her. So, you know, you guys are doing this in the program. You know, this is one that I've been focusing on myself. A lot of times when your wife is seeming just like really critical or negative, she's probably just feeling overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. Right. And so if you can see through that and just, Hey, like, are you feeling overwhelmed? Is there something I can help you with? Usually that'll kind of 
break through and be really a positive thing for her. And guys are able to do that. Um, so at our house this week, we had really great conversations with family, uh, really nice Christmas together. I gave my wife, I worked really hard on a gift for her that uh, she really appreciated. And that was, that was fun to see. So, um, things are going good here too. So again, like if you're in that spot where you're, you're sort of like, man, you know, yeah, Mike, I'm hearing those good wins and that's great. And I'd love to get there, but like you, listen, my marriage is tough right now. <laughs> and so you know, you're, you might be saying, Hey, like just kind of complaining about it. Hey man, this is too hard. Yeah. Like sure. Mike, your, your wife sounds great, but you know, my wife isn't like that or whatever. Now keep in mind, I used to say that same thing all the time, right? Like, Oh, you know, my wife seems great, but she's really not like, I was very negative. Um, even though my wife is amazing. And, um, so, you know, complaining that things are too hard a lot of times isn't very useful, but you're probably doing some of that right now. <laughs> it's not that attractive and it doesn't feel very good, but it's common. Okay. Um, a lot of times guys, they'll feel like, Hey, whatever I do, it doesn't even make a difference. Right. I'm going to try these things. I feel like I'm changing, you know, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm and even, even early on in the program, some guys feel like this, you know, that they are, uh, all this stuff is not making a difference. Right. And so it can feel frustrating, man. You know, I feel like I'm making these changes. I feel different. I feel better, but my wife just doesn't seem to care. And so why try, why should I keep trying? Right. So a place you can go to is man, my, like my, my life would just be so much easier if I would just marry somebody else. Right. Somebody that wasn't so negative, somebody that, you know, was more caring, somebody that did have the same faith as me. Right. So that can be an easy one for you to kind of get tricked into believing. Right. So, oh, if I just married someone else, it'd be way easier. Right. So you're kind of thinking that you're kind of like imagining, fantasizing, oh, yeah, I could marry. Maybe you could have somebody in mind. Oh, I could marry this person. She'd be amazing. Right. Um, but then you think, okay, well, like, what about the kids? Like, I don't want to do that to the kids. I don't want to get divorced. You know, what does that mean to my faith? You know, and I'm a Christian guy. I don't, I don't believe in divorce, you know, in our, in our faith, we don't support that. You know, Jesus teaches what God puts together. Don't let man put asunder, you know? So you kind of start feeling like, ah, oh, you know, I just, I don't know, you know? And so you start feeling kind of trapped. You're like, man, I want to go, but I feel like I can't, right? I can't go because of my faith. I can't go because of the kids. Um, I can't go because the way my family would look at me, whatever. Right. You kind of think, man, it would just be so much better if I could just leave, but I can't. Okay. And so you feel trapped and it just is not a very happy way to live. So, you know, I felt this way for, for a while in our marriage. Um, thinking about that now, I feel really stupid you know, even saying that, but that it's true. You know, I felt that way. I felt trapped. Um, yeah, you know, I'm doing all this for my wife. She doesn't do anything back, you know, just that kind of what I call the mosquito cycle, right? Doing nice things, expecting something back, getting frustrated when she doesn't feeling like you can't leave because your faith it's hard, right? It's a tough way to live. Um, so we want to talk about how to get out of that, right? So one of the big things, and you know, when I was struggling in our marriage, I went to our, um, our church leader and, you know, he, he just helped me understand something, you know, he helped me understand, Hey, look, man, you, you can leave, right. You can get divorced. It is an option. And even just that for me was actually really freeing. Okay. Because when you feel trapped, you're like, I want to leave, but I can't, you know, it just creates all this crazy anxiety and resentment and frustration. Okay. So instead realizing, Hey, like you could, you could get divorced, right? Like, 
nobody's going to stop you. You could go hire a lawyer today. You know, I don't know if many are open. Oh, well, probably by the time you're listening to this, they'll be open. So you could call a lawyer today and say, hey, I want to file for divorce and they'd help you do it. Okay. Like every day people do it. So there's about 2,046 divorces every single day in the United States. So like it is happening. So when you tell yourself, oh, I can't do it, it's not true. You can't. Okay. You absolutely can. But you also need to understand there's some realities to that because when you get into this like fantasy mode, oh, I could just marry someone else. It'd be wonderful. Right. There's some pretty harsh realities to divorce. So there's a financial impact that's very significant. Okay. Losing half your assets doesn't feel very good financially. Okay. So uh, also like attorney fees, you know, splitting up properties, um, you know, you're living in different places. So the emotional impact on you and your kids is really kind of the bigger deal, right? So you don't want to be away from your kids, right? That's the thing I hear most from the guys. Like, I don't want to be away from my kids. I want to spend that time with them. Um, so, you know, understanding like, you know, that, uh, that happens, right? It's tough. Okay. And just the logistical impact, just day to day. Okay. How do we split up the kids? What's the living situation? How do we do holidays? Just becomes a logistical difficulty, right? So it's, it's not, it's not like a a fix all, right? Getting divorced. Okay. But there is a significant cost financially, emotionally, logistically, all of that. So count the cost, right? Like Jesus says in the parables, you know, if you're going to build a house, you need to count the cost first. Okay. Or else you leave the house like halfway finished. So, you know, count the cost of divorce, right? It, it's significant. Okay. So don't have this fantasy in your mind. Oh, if I just left everything, it'd be fine. And, you know, I'll just marry this next great woman. Okay. So, you know, but again, understand you can, right? You can, there's a cost, but you can, and you may decide like, okay, like the, the cost is high, but you know, for me, it makes more sense to end this marriage. You can do that, right? The thing that happens here too is it's kind of like with with pornography, right? If you're just like, oh, I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch, I can't watch. You just think about it all the time, right? And then you end up turning to pornography versus you're like, no, I could look at pornography, but you know, I don't really want to. It doesn't really take me where I want. It lowers the anxiety and you have much less stress around it. So same thing with marriage, right? If you're like, look, I could leave, but what does that do? Like, what's the, what's the, what are the actual consequences of that? You know, that lowers your anxiety. It lowers your resentment and it lets you actually choose to stay if that's what you choose, right? Because if you can't leave the marriage, you can't really choose to stay in it. See what I mean? Like, if you don't give yourself that choice, you're not really choosing to stay married. You're just like locked in like that ball and chain is the, you know, an old term for a wife, a negative term. Um, so if you're looking at it that way, it's like horrible, right? But if you're saying, look, divorce has its issues, right? Marriage has its issues too, but I'm choosing to stay married. That's much different than saying I can't get divorced. I have to stay married. Okay. Again, attractive versus not. What's attractive or not is your feeling state, right? So if you're feeling trapped in your marriage, if you're feeling resentful, like you're, you're extremely unattractive to your wife. So you're staying in it, but your wife really doesn't want much to do with you if that's your emotional state all the time. Okay. So really having a clear choice to stay again, feels much better. It feels much more freeing and it's more attractive to her. Okay. Here's the other thing. If you are starting to say, well, Mike, yeah, like, but but listen, you know, that that cost would be worth it. It's, It's really hard. You need to understand, like, it's not just her. Okay. So unless you realize what you did, that was a problem. You hundred percent are going to repeat the same mistakes in your next relationship. No question. It's just what will happen. 
Okay. So 40% of first marriages about end in divorce. Okay. Second marriages about 60%. Third marriages about 73%. Okay. So here's the thing, you know, sometimes we have this fantasy like, oh, I just, you know, I just married the wrong person. I just have to marry the right person. You can see from these statistics, that's not it, right? It's not it that you kind of messed up the first time you, you, oh, like now I found the right person, right? You know, what actually happens is that you attract people to you and you get into relationships with people who are about your same level in certain areas. So the way I like to put it is, is in terms of strength. So like what level of spiritual strength are you at? Meaning like, am I honest? Am I trustworthy? Am I connected with God? Uh, Do I have a good, strong sense of self-worth or am I trying to borrow that from my wife? That's one of the big things that creates major issues in marriage. Um, you know, with emotional strength, can I manage my emotions well? Um, or am I flying off the handle or shutting down? Um, with uh, mental strength, do I understand how my thoughts work, how they influence my decisions? Can I manage those well? Which is really kind of one of the big things we do in the program. You probably don't really have a lot of skills around that unless you've done something like therapy or coaching. Um, so, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, you know, my financially and physically in good shape, uh, sexually, can I manage my sexuality? Well, okay. So if I'm running through those and you're like, ah, you know, maybe I'm not so good in, in some of those, you know, here's the thing. You're going to attract someone who is also low level in those things. Okay. And so your marriage is going to be a problem because you haven't leveled up in those areas. Okay. So you need strength in those areas. Plus you need some skills. Okay. You need trust. You need to be able to trust yourself. You need to be good at following through on what you say you're going to do. Again, manage your emotions, manage your thoughts, you know, connecting with God, all of that's involved in my mind in trust. Also, you know, that you're not going to be unfaithful. You're not going to be looking at pornography. You're not going to be chasing other women, right? Because even the fact that you're like fantasizing about other women right now while you're still married means you're going to do the same thing in your next relationship, right? Even if you're, you think your wife's great or whatever, you're going to attract somebody who has the same mindset as you. Okay. Sometimes we can marry up. We marry someone that's like a higher level than us, but then they kind of get tired of it. Right. They, they, you know, they don't really want to be with someone who's at a lower level long-term. Okay. So that's the strength area, but then you also need to, again, we talked about trust communication, right? So how good are you at expressing yourself? How well can you listen to your wife? How well can you get to win-win agreements? How well can you really express and listen at a deep level and create mentally, emotional intimacy? Okay. Then sexual intimacy, you know, do you approach that in a way that is strong, that is attractive, that is flirtatious and fun? Okay. So if you're like, geez, Mike, I'm actually not very good at that stuff. Then the, you're going to create the same problems in your next marriage. Okay. It's just what's going to happen or your next relationship right? You're going to attract someone who's also lower level. So again, the same patterns are going to repeat unless you do something. So it's not just her. Okay. Trust me on this. It is not. You've attracted someone who is either at your same level or maybe a little bit higher, maybe a little bit lower, but like for you to have a better relationship, you have to level up in all these areas. Okay. Cause that's who you'll attract. Right. So again, what makes you attractive What's going to draw somebody to you is your strength, your spiritual strength. You know, am I connected with God? Do I have a good sense of self-worth? 
you know, self-confidence, self-esteem, is that all kind of in a good spot? Um, mentally, can I manage my thoughts well? Emotionally, can I manage my emotions well? Physically, am I a good physical and financial uh, financial spot? Sexually, can I manage my sexuality well? Can I direct that in ways that are positive? Okay. So when you are strong in those areas, you feel great and that's going to generate interest in you, right? From a woman towards a man, right? That's going to generate some sexual attraction and interest. Not, not just sexual, mentally, emotional, and sexual attraction. Okay. But even if you're strong in those areas, you also need to add some skills to the mix. Okay. So, you know, if you are strong and trustworthy and solid and a good person, right? You're good with God, right? You're managing your thoughts well. All that is great, right? Internally, you're good. But then you need to add on to that, you know, relationship skills. Okay. So again, trustworthiness is part of that. That all comes with the the strength part, um, you know, keeping your promises to, to your wife. But next is communication skills, which even if you are strong in, you know, in those internal areas, it doesn't mean you're especially good at communicating, right? At, at really listening to your wife well, at really expressing yourself well, um, at getting to agreements that work for both of you with stuff like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, time, um, it's a, it's a different skill set. And so you do, again, like the strength will attract a woman to you, but it's these skills that will make your relationship work long-term. Okay. So trust with there's communication. And then, you know, what that generates is mental and emotional intimacy, right? And then, you know, being able to add on to that, you know, sexual intimacy, can I approach my wife in a way that's fun and flirtatious and, and, uh, you know, sexy and good, right? That's actually going to be a turn on for her instead of a turn off. Again, that's a skill that's going to, you know, build and create that good sexual connection between the two of you. Okay. So again, like you can be strong, but you also need to have these relationship skills to make a marriage work long-term. The other thing too, is like, even if you and your wife divorce, right, you're going to have a long-term relationship. If you have kids, you're going to be connected literally, you know, forever because you have kids together. You're going to want to be at holidays. You're going to want to be at graduations and, and stuff like that. You know, you guys have a connection. And so you, you need to learn how to have trust between the two of you. You need to be actually really good at communication. Um, to create a good co-parenting situation. Okay. So trust and communication need to be there either way. You know, the sexual connection won't be there, right? If you guys divorce, but you still need to understand each other. You need to get to the deeper fears and concerns. You need to be able to get to win-win agreements, right? All that needs to be there, whether you guys are married or not, if you have kids. Okay. So you know, if you are feeling like giving up on your marriage, here are some steps to follow. Okay. Four steps to follow. So step one is again, allow yourself the option to divorce, right? Say, look, I could choose that if I want to, it is an option. Okay. So that again, kind of gets you out of that stuck trapped mindset and just gets you to, okay. Yeah. Like I could tomorrow go file for divorce. I, I totally could. But then step two is count the cost. So you really understand that impact. Okay. So it's like, oh shoot. Okay. So yeah, I could, and that sounds kind of great in my mind that I just find some wonderful person and we go get married, but there's some pretty serious costs to this, right? Financially, emotionally, logistically, all of that. Okay. So you count the cost, but then you also need to understand like, Hey, 
um, even if I leave, right, I'm going to attract someone that's at my same level. And so like, I need to build myself up. I need to build my strength and I need to build my skill either way, especially if we have kids, because I'm going to have a relationship with this woman either way. And if I want a different you know, relationship with someone else, I need to level up in these areas. So I'll attract someone who's at a high level and we can have a great relationship. Okay. So what I recommend again, so step one, allow yourself the option of divorce. Step two, count the cost. So you really understand that. And then step three is give yourself a time frame to build up your spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual strength, right? So building yourself up. So you become that strong, attractive guy. And then also be building up these trust, communication, and intimacy skills. Okay. How am I at keeping my word? How am I at, you know, a lot of that's internal stuff, but then communication piece, right? Can I really understand my wife? Well, can I express myself? Well, can I ask for what I want? Can I set boundaries, right? These interpersonal skills that you need to be really good at to create a great relationship with your wife, whether that is continuing to stay married or whether that's a co-parenting relationship and you need those skills. So I recommend a year, you know, a year long process. We got a year, a new year coming up here. So just committing to yourself, Hey, look for this next year, right? I'm going to build myself up. I recommend staying in the marriage for that year, right? Because this is where you're going to be able to, to, you know, practice these skills, right? Practice them with your wife. And then look at the end of that time frame, right? So once you feel you're strong, right? You have that mental, emotional, physical, sexual strength, right? You feel good. And you're able to communicate really well. You feel like, Hey, like I'm good. I can, I can listen well to my wife. I can express myself well. You know, we can get to mentally emotional intimacy, right? Where we understand each other at a good level. Okay. Now sexual intimacy may or may not come depending on what your wife is up for doing, or even what you are up for doing. Right. But, you know, just building up that ability to, I can manage myself, right? Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, I can communicate well with my wife can express myself well. I can understand her. We can get to agreements that work. Okay. Then at that point, after you've done that for a year, you feel solid in those skills, then you can decide, right? Divorce or not. Okay. So that's what I recommend for, for the steps, right? So again, allow yourself the option, count the cost, and then give yourself a time frame. Like, okay, either way, like I need to build myself up either to attract someone new or to like really revive this and make this a great relationship. Okay. And then like commit to that time frame. Again, I recommend a year. And then at the end of that time frame, then make a decision, but not until you've built yourself up, built up your ability to create great communication. Because again, especially if you have kids, you need to have great communication. You need to have trust to co-parent well. Okay. So again, why this works, it, it relieves that trapped feeling. Okay. It lets you know you do have options and you're choosing to stay, right? I'm choosing to stay for a year, work on myself, work on the relationship, meaning work on really understanding expressing myself well, creating mental, emotional intimacy, hopefully sexual intimacy as well. Okay. It focuses on what you can control instead of what you can. A lot of times that trap feeling comes from, oh, I can't control it. It's like I'm forced to stay in my marriage or I can't because of the kids, right? That trap feeling feels horrible and it's not attractive. It also is, is talking a lot about what you can't control or feeling like things are out of your control that really are not, right? It is within your control to file for a divorce. Right. So remembering, oh, I I can choose that, but I'm choosing not to. Okay. So again, you need to build a great relationship with your wife, either as a co-parent or as your wife, right? When in the future. So either way, if you've got kids, you want a great relationship with her and you need the skills to do it. 
Okay. So doing this, it prepares you for your next relationship, whether that's with your wife, because the way I look at it really is guys that come through the program and really commit to it and do it. Their old marriage really does die, right? That old marriage is gone and you have created a brand new one that is built on these skills. That's built on your strength. And now it's got like that foundation of trust, communication, intimacy, that's going to take you great places. Okay. So, or right. Either it's going to go that way, or you're going to build these strengths and skills. You're going to have good communication with your wife and, you know, she'll be your ex-wife co-parent to your kids. And then eventually, you know, build a great relationship with another woman in the future, you know, that also has these strengths and skills, right? Um, Cause like, it may be that you level up across all these areas. Your wife chooses not to, and that's hard right? hundred percent. And you may at that point choose, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to step out of this, um, and, you know, we'll co-parent and, and do what we can here, but romantically I'm going to be involved with somebody else. You know, you could, you could choose that, but then you're going to attract someone who's at your same level. So you've got to level up. You have to, if you want a great marriage, you don't have to. Yeah. We're talking about choice today. You know, you could choose to not build any of these skills. You're just going to continue to suffer in your relationships. Okay. And so when you do build these strengths and skills, you're going to be a great example to your kids, no matter how things turn out, they're going to want to be around you. You're going to be the kind of guy that, that is, you know, someone that sets the example, right? You know, our, our mission at strong men, strong marriages is to you know be strong and loving leaders of our homes. Okay. Examples of real manhood to ourselves, our families and the world. And, you know, to really show what manhood is to the world. And for our Christian guys to prepare the world for the second coming of Jesus. So starts with us being that strong and loving leader and building these communication skills. So, uh, and relationship skills. So if that's you, if you want to level up, right, you want to be stronger across all these areas. Okay. You want to create a marriage that has trust, communication, and intimacy. Okay. Come join us at strong men, strong marriage, strong men, strong marriages. So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. There's also a link in the show notes. You'll fill out an application that will um, uh, review on a call. There's also going to be options coming up um, in the near future here that uh, that you can just start the course, right? Either doing it yourself or getting some support from me or the, the highest kind of level of um, involvement between the two of us, um, you know, depending on what you want to do, how much coaching and accountability you want. So, um, Come check it out. Again, strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Build these skills, level yourself up, and create a great marriage and great relationship. All right, men, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And If you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.